Hi and welcome to the very first episode for the year 2020. I am happy that you are listening and joining us this year. I thank God for bringing us through 2019 and into this new year. I am really excited about the year 2020 and all that all the promise it holds. I have a lot of expectations for this year and I know that this is a great year. This is going to be a wonderful year and I am praying for me and for you that this year will be filled with manifestations of God's goodness in our lives in Jesus name. So um, for this first episode we are continuing with the series we started in December keeping your head up. In December we um, had an interview with Pastor Mrs. Lomati, she's a wonderful woman of God. The episode was great and we talked about not allowing your problems to weigh you down. We are working on just different things that prevent us from keeping our head raised up. Different things that will make us walk with our heads literally and figuratively bowed down. And so we talked about that in the first episode. This second episode was meant to be an interview, but things didn't work out that way. But nonetheless, we march on. So in this episode, we are going to be talking about peer pressure because it is one of the things we cave into. It is one of the things that prevents us from keeping our heads raised up. It affects not just young people. People of all ages face peer pressure and um, most of the time it affects us negatively. So in this episode we are going to be talking about that and it is important to me that we discuss it because I've had people tell me that they do not believe in peer pressure. Peer pressure is not a thing. They cannot believe that there are people who allow other people's opinions or behaviors to influence them or make them do something they don't want to do. However, I believe peer pressure is a thing. Peer pressure can be defined as influence from one's peer group, which makes sense because whether we like it or not, the people we hang around with influence us in one way or the other. Peer pressure can be defined as influence from one's social group or family it can also be defined as a feeling that one must do the same things as other people of one's age or social group in order to be liked or respected to them or sorry respected by them each and every one of us at one point or another have felt that in a social group or even in our families we have to behave a certain way to fit in with the group so peer pressure is a thing. The difference is how we respond to it. Some of us encounter peer pressure and are able to ignore it. Some of us encounter it and are able to brush it off. Some of us do not bow to peer pressure, but some of us encounter it and cave to it, so to speak. So it is important that we recognize that it, it, it exists peer pressure exists sometimes subconsciously 
you are affected by the people you hang around with. So reasons why we, some reasons why we cave into peer pressure, sometimes it's low self-esteem. When you do not think highly of yourself, you allow the opinions and behaviors of others to influence how you, influence how you act. Not knowing who you are is also another reason for caving into peer pressure. If you have not taken time to sit down and discover who you are, especially in God, it is easy to allow others write your own story and tell you how to act or influence how you live. Sometimes nobody ever tells you outright, you must do this, you must do that. But non-verbally, if you begin to act a certain way outside of your social group or differently from your social group, their attitude towards you is essentially telling you, oh, you do what we do or you're not considered part of the group or you're not considered okay. Not being comfortable with yourself and wanting to belong to a group by all means is another reason why we cave into peer pressure. You want others to look at you and say, oh, I belong. And I am not writing off the feeling or the need to want to belong to a group. I don't believe man was created to be an island. You know, man, God created man as a being who loves fellowship. What I mean by that is, if we look at when God created Adam, God himself came down to fellowship with Adam. And despite the fact Adam had animals, he had other living things around him, None of them were like him. The animals had each other and understood their own what have you. But there were no other beings like Adam until God created Eve. So man was meant to fellowship and you want to mingle and fellowship with people who are just like you. The problem then becomes when you are in a group and you're not behaving like yourself and you're not acting like yourself and just going along with what they're doing just so that you feel like you belong. You know, when I was younger, I went through I went through not valuing myself. I went through a period where my opinion of myself was based on what others had to say. And I was looking at myself through the lens of 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 society of a social group of of what others say I should be of what others say I should do and believe me there is no harsher judge of yourself than yourself you know before people out there tell you 10 things that are wrong with you you've probably told yourself 100 things in private people will judge you but no one judges you more harshly than you judge yourself. Most of the time, what we look at as people's opinion, we assume. Because we've looked at, us, at ourselves through the lens of other, other people and assume that we're not enough and we're not okay. And when people do judge you, when people look at you, the problem is they're just looking at the surface. They don't really know you, do they? They don't know who you are behind closed doors. They don't know the journey you've been on. You've been on. 
whatever it is you're doing, they don't understand the implications of it. In the same way, no one judges you harsher than yourself. No one knows you better than you know yourself. You know what makes you happy. You know what makes you sad. You know what's good for you. You know what's not good for you. Regardless of what other people say, you know yourself the best. And most of the time, what they're judging and what they're looking at is just surface or just one part of you. They haven't really taken time to know the totality of who you are. And in my case, it took the grace of God and a mother who would not let me be, thankfully, to get to a place where I turned that around, where people's opinions didn't matter as much, when dressing like the rest of the group just at the end it just didn't matter it, it it's if it's if it's not you and it makes you uncomfortable then it doesn't it doesn't really matter you know and sometimes we get to a point where we don't even know who we are anymore and sometimes we don't have people around who are helping to edify us and to build us and that is when we go back to god to see what he says about us you know god is the one who created us god knew our today when he said let there be light i i truly believe it because he's the all-knowing god he's a god who knows the ending even before the beginning started you know Right from the beginning of time, God knew he was going to have to send his son for salvation. I truly believe that all those many, 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 many years ago when God decided to create the world, that he knew about today, he knew about tomorrow. And proof is, he says it in his word. I'm going to give us three scriptures. I'll be reading from the New International Version for each one. The first one is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. God has a bright future in store for each and every one of us. There is no way he will create you to feel bad about yourself or to allow others to influence you. When he has a bright future ahead of you. He has plans for each and every one of us. And he knew us even before we were born. Jeremiah 1.5 Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Before we were born, God made all these wonderful plans for us. Sometimes the decisions we make take us outside of God's will. But thank God for his mercy. Because at the end of it, all he wants for us is to have a bright future. There is nobody, nobody who is born a mistake. Everybody on earth has a purpose that God has put us on earth for. And Psalm 139.14 I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. 
God is the perfect being. I call him the ultimate creator. Because just look at examples of his other creations. You look at the earth in general. And you look at how he set the sky from the ground and there are no poles in between. You look at how the earth rotates around the sun and there are no strings attaching the earth to the sun. You look at the way the seas behave with the exception of events like hurricanes and typhoons. The sea generally has a pretty good idea where it needs to stay and it stays there and there is no god did not have to erect a physical wall to tell such large masses of water this is where you need to be you look at the way he hung the stars in the sky and the trees the different species of animals the way he commands the seasons and i mean each season knows what time, there's no clock there's no physical clock no mama clock i know that informs winter yeah it's time it's just it happens if we take a look at the snow even the heat and the rain just the mechanism of the whole world i know i know we can explain it with science you know people will always say everything is made out of um protons and neutrons and electrons yeah there is no single person who can tell me where the electrons everything is made out of where do they come from and if you look at all the wonderful things god has made why part of it you are a part of the perfect creation made by the perfect creator you are even more wonderful than the marvelous marvelous world God has created because he puts man in charge of it. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And God knew that even before you were born. And so if the God who created you thinks of you this way, there is nobody, including yourself, who should make you feel otherwise there is nobody who should direct your destiny there is nobody who should direct the way you behave and you live your life there is nobody who should make you do what you don't want to do besides yourself and besides god god knows us best since he created us so it's important that we spend time in his word learn who he says we are feed ourselves with those words and uh, it will build up confidence it will build up an appreciation of of who you are i told you i've been on that journey i've i've been on both ends i've been at the end where i look in the mirror and i i used to look in the mirror and i didn't like and appreciate what i saw and my opinion of myself was based on what others would think and what others would say and how others reacted to me. And now I'm at the other end of the spectrum where it will literally take an act of God. I mean, it will literally and figuratively take God himself for me to allow anyone else to put me down or demean me or write my story or, or influence me in a direction i don't want to go or make me feel bad about myself 
And let me tell you, that is where at the point where you are confident about yourself is the most satisfying thing because even when challenges come across, there is nothing as as beautiful and and as satisfying as knowing who you are. You know, I've been on both ends, and I'm saying the one where where your view of yourself and how you act and how you live is not influenced by others. The point where that is not happening is such a beautifully peaceful place. And that is where we should all strive to be. And I started that journey by going back to God's word, to finding out what God has to say about me. And then repeating it over and over again and reading it every day and every day and feeding my spirit with words that edify me and do not tear me down. I mentioned it before, there is no harsher judge than yourself. Nobody judges me more harshly than I judge myself. And in that same way, there is no no greater person to build me up than myself. There is no amount of sweet words out there. There is no amount of I love you out there or you're beautiful out there. That is stronger than what I say to myself. You know, for somebody to to see me and and say I'm beautiful, for you to really ring true in my spirit, it has to be because I see myself as beautiful too. And that is the same thing with you. Sometimes we are craving validation about who we are from other people. But for that to really ring true in your spirit, you have to think it too. If you do not think you're beautiful, if you do not think you should be cherished, if you do not think you should be loved, nobody can do it for you. Nobody can do it for you. You you need to do it for yourself first before you get to that point. So, again, I want to stress how important it is. That we go back to God's words, find out what He has to say about us, and nourish and enrich our spirits with such words. It's not an easy journey. Getting to a point where you appreciate yourself, where you love yourself, getting to a point where you're not allowing the opinions of others or what others may think to influence you, it is not an easy journey. But it is one that is well worth it. Some lessons I learned. First, you do not have to join the crowd. It is okay to be different. It is okay to be different. You need to learn. We need to learn to value what makes us different. And it would not value and cherish us. It would not value and cherish what makes us different from others. How will others do so? You know, how we treat ourselves often informs how others treat us. If you see yourself as someone um, who should be spoken to anyhow, people will speak anyhow to you. People will insult you. People will demean you. To my sisters out there who are in relationships with men who they, they, they insult you 
and talk to you without respect. Part of the reason it's ongoing is because the first time it happened, it did not stand firmly and say, I do not tolerate that. And you did not walk away from that relationship. It's okay to walk away from somebody who will not value you and who will not respect you. And it might look as if there is no one else out there, but trust me, there is. The Father, the God who created you, did not did not plan a bright future and a bright hope for you. And decided to include somebody who is not going to treat you right. That does not make sense to me. There is no parent, no earthly parent who wants that for their child, let alone a heavenly God. So if we not value you, others will not value you. If we do not cherish you, others will not cherish you. I've had people who have come into my life who think it's okay to disrespect my space and think it's, it's okay to insult me. They think it's okay to demean my choices. And I've walked away from those people or kicked them out of my life. Because if somebody does not value you, if somebody does not cherish you, they weren't meant to be in your life in the first place. We were meant to be surrounded by people who will edify us and add to us and, and build us up and not people who will help tear us down. So it is okay to not join the crown. It is okay to be different. You do not have to drink because others are drinking. You do not have to smoke because others are smoking. You do not have to have sex because others expect, oh, at a certain age or before you get married, if you haven't had sex, something's wrong with you. I hear that and in this, I'm, I'm trying to find the adjective and it's not coming to me at the moment. You do not have to do anything you don't want to do just because others say at a certain age you have to do it. I knew a lot of people who had drinking parties when they were 21 because people said at 21 that is what you're supposed to do. If that's what, you know, if that is their deal, then that is their deal, but you do not have to join in. It is okay to be different. About June or July last year, I spoke to a former classmate from university who still remembers me 11, 12 years later because she said she remembers I was different from others and I was not ashamed to be different I don't mean uh, different in the sense of I have to stand on top of the table and shout out oh this is how I live my life but I went to school without drinking without smoking I didn't even attend um, I didn't go to clubs and if there was anywhere where there was alcohol you would not find me there and that is why that classmate remembers me because I wasn't ashamed or afraid to say you know if I was invited somewhere I knew there would be alcoholic alcohol drinks I was not afraid to say no that you know I'm not comfortable in such an environment and that is why she still remembers me. When you stand out, people are going to remember you. Especially when you're not afraid to say, you know what? This is who I am and this is how I live and this is how I roll. Accept it or leave it. 
You are special. You are special. God created you to be special. And everybody around you needs to know it. I dare you, if you are listening to me, I dare you to be different. I dare you to be the one who decides to pray before eating when you are in a gathering. I dare you to dress modestly. You can't, you, your, your breasts and everything else does not have to be hanging out for you to look good. Your dress doesn't have to be, have to be so short or the slit on your dress so long that you need a shawl to drape over your laps when you sit down for you to look good. You can dress modestly and still be beautiful and still be gorgeous and stately and be the queen that you are or the king that you are. So I dare you to dress differently from others. I dare you to refuse to drink when others are choosing to do so. I dare you to refuse to smoke when others are choosing to do so. I dare you to be different. To stand apart. You know, once you start to be different, there are going to be people who will say, oh, you think you're too good for us or you're, or you're being snobbish. And there are going to be people who will decide they don't want to hang out with you anymore. If they really value you, if they really value your friendship, they will respect your choices instead of pressuring you to pressuring you to conform to their own. If they do not respect you and the way you've chosen to live your life, let them go their way. They weren't meant to be in your life in the first place. They weren't meant to be in your life in the first place. Somebody who loves you will not try to change you. They will accept you for who you truly are. Somebody who cherishes you is not going to try to change you. This means it's okay with being, but it's you have to be okay with being by yourself. That's the other lesson. One of the other lessons I learned. There are going to be periods of time when somebody will decide not to invite you anywhere, and that's fine. Learn to value your own company. Enjoy yourself on your own. If you if you're not comfortable with being by yourself how can somebody else be comfortable being with you it's the same way if you don't cherish yourself other people will not learn to cherish you if we don't love you the way you are no other person is going to love you more than you love yourself nobody besides god is going to cherish you more than you cherish yourself in the same way nobody's going to be truly comfortable with you unless you're comfortable with yourself so you know what if 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 you've started to change and people are, are going their own way, take take yourself out to dinner. Make a reservation at a nice restaurant if you can afford to and have dinner. If not, there are a lot of um, grocery stores out there. There are a lot of cooking um, lessons on YouTube and different. Find your recipe and make yourself a beautiful dinner. Sit down and watch a movie online or on Netflix. Pick up a hobby. Tour your city. Go to museums, art galleries, concerts. Go on Groupon. They have nice, cheap things to do that you can do on your own. A lot of things you do with people you can do by yourself and still enjoy it and still enrich your life. Read a book, read books, go hang out at a library. I mean... 
there are so many things you can do when when you are by yourself but you need to be comfortable being by yourself another lesson is being careful of the voices you allow to influence you if you're hanging around or listening to people who always make you feel bad about yourself and they do not have anything edifying to add to your life move on and let them be you know that people you talk to and you leave the conversation just feeling torn down and beaten up and have such a bleak view of yourself and of your life those people they suck energy and life out of you and do not put anything there they don't add to you in any way you don't need them you do not need them it doesn't mean you, you cannot be corrected if you've done something wrong people can correct you but correction is about correcting the behavior it's not about tearing you down correction is saying you've done such and such wrong and this is the right way to do it like if somebody tells you oh you're stupid that is not a correction that's just somebody insulting you i don't care if it's your parent if somebody is insulting you that is not correction that's just insulting you and demeaning you and bringing you down there is a way to correct somebody my mother has never corrected me or even when i was younger punished me for something and i feel bad you know sometimes when, when, when we are corrected it doesn't always feel good and i feel bad about being corrected but i've never ever left her presence feeling like i was less than i should be so somebody can correct can correct without pulling you down without demeaning you but as much as you want to run away from external voices that influence you you too need to be certain that you're not allowing your own voice to influence you negatively you cannot insult yourself you should not insult yourself you need to feed your spirit with words that build you up you never look at yourself and say i'm ugly because you are not you are beautiful the perfect creator made you you are beautiful you never look at yourself and say i'm stupid that's impossible the god who gave man the knowledge of all kinds of sciences created you too you might not know one thing it's just because your strength lies somewhere else for example if i compare myself with my siblings <laughs> i'm not i am not going to be in a happy place because one of my siblings is is magical with numbers and with math can add up all kinds of numbers in the blink of an eye without a calculator i need a calculator and all the tools needed in order to um add up numbers and so on but i never look at myself and compare myself with him and say i'm stupid because my strength lies somewhere else i have a sibling who who is is a, a professor in school and just when she writes academic papers it is so beautiful and i often enlist her help in helping me edit um, one or two things i've had to write for school but i never compare with myself with her because my strength lies somewhere else so don't ever let someone f- make you feel like you're not intelligent or you don't know anything you know i've seen people who oh my lord the way they draw they they literally use color um pants 
to it's, it's like I don't know how to do it. It looks so real on canvas, but they cannot balance their checkbook for the life of me. I've seen people who they can sew the way they design clothes and and the, the way they make it fit you is so good. And yes, they know they can boil water and still burn the pot. And I almost burned out the kitchen just for the sake of boiling water. And then there are people who can cook and the way they mix spices and make it look beautiful. And when they feed you, it's almost, it feels like heaven on earth. And yet they have other things they're not good at. So everybody has their strength. Don't ever make anybody make you feel like you are less than or that you are not good enough. And if not, and as you as important as it is that you don't allow others to make you feel that way, make sure you're not allowing yourself to feel that way. That is why it is, it is important that you learn about you. Part of when I mentioned being by yourself, sometimes those things you do on your own helps to inform you where your strength lies. Because it, there was a period of time when I was by myself. There were no friends. My closest friend my best friend, my sister, had relocated out of state and for a while, it was just me. I had to learn being by myself and doing different things. That was the period that occurred to me. You know, I like to travel. Before that, I didn't think traveling was my deal. I thought I was, you know, love to strictly stay at home. I'm a homebody. I love to be at home. But it never occurred to me that I like to travel until I started traveling and driving around on my own. So sometimes being by yourself helps to helps you discover new things about yourself. One other lesson, the last lesson I will mention, learn to love yourself. And you will attract people who will appreciate you. It might only be one person. It might just be family. However, it is very important to have it is better really to have one person who truly likes you for you than to have a whole of people who do not value your authentic self you know a lot of people will say i have 15,000 followers on the other place i have 10,000 friends on the other one i have 250,000 likes on the other thing it is not indicative of the friends you have. Those people don't know you. Those people don't value you. I would rather have one person who likes me for me, who builds me up, who appreciates the choices I make, than somebody or 10,000 people, a horde of people who really don't know me and who don't like me and just want me to conform to whatever their ideas are, whatever their values are. So wherever you are listening, I need you to know that you are wonderful, you are blessed, you are needed, you are important, you are not a mistake. If you are not around people who appreciate you now, begin to appreciate yourself and begin to weed out those people. It's not going to be easy sometimes breaking off relationships, but if it's going to get you to a healthier place, you need to do it. You know, when you begin to appreciate yourself, the way you smile, the way you carry yourself, the way you laugh, the way you dress, the way you walk will change. And with time, you will attract people who truly appreciate you.
There is no need to cave to peer pressure no matter what. Again, I mentioned it's not an easy journey. And it's not one you have to take on your own. If, if you cannot find people around you who will help you, there are resources out there. Of course, I'm available. I, if, if, it's, if I'm not in a situation to help you, I can point you. I have been blessed to come across uh, groups of women and men and students who they will help you on that journey. I have a call it a starter kit, if you will, on my website. It's a free ebook. Um, it's just a collection of verses in the Bible about who God says we are, and it, it's a starting point, a drop-off point in rediscovering what God has to say about you. Make sure you read it if you're if you're going to get it. You read it often. You say to yourself over and over, if you find yourself in, in the mental space where you're beginning to feel bad about yourself, read it over and over and over again until it becomes second nature. You can get the, the ebook on the freebies page on my website. So my website is www.chizobamora.com. That is C H I Z O B A M O R A H.com. I would truly love to hear from you. If you have any stories about overcoming peer pressure or anything you would like to share on the topic, I, I definitely want to hear from you. And if we collect enough, I'm hoping to share them um, on a post in, um, on my blog or on my social media pages so that others can learn from your stories too. Feel free to contact me by Facebook. That is facebook.com slash ea. You can reach me on Twitter, same thing, twitter.com slash chizobaea. You can uh, post a comment on my blog, chizobamora.com, or send me an email at podcast at chizobamora.com. Do not forget to share this episode with friends and loved ones. And it is my prayer for me and for you that God will grant us the grace to love and cherish who he has made us to be. That God will grant us the grace to love and cherish who he has called us to be. And that we will always see ourselves through God's lens. We will always see ourselves the way God sees us. I will see you at the next episode. As always, remain blessed.